welcome to Wingman's Garage, where Chris, the adventurer, Daniel, the track rat, and Tyler, the hooligan, meet to share over 40 years of writing experience. Join them as they discuss their journeys, stories, and events of life on two wheels. We're always recording, damn it. This is what goes into the uh, the intro when it should be talking about stuff that we actually talk about during the show. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. We always say that we're going to have a plan and we have a set format and everything else. Yeah. And since I wasn't here last week when the new format uh, debuted, I was sick. Hi, guys. Daniel's back. But <laughs> Shoemaker's back on. Shoemaker's back on. The track rat's back. He is 99% healed up. As you can tell, I'm hoarse from coughing and hacking and then going to Road Atlanta. As long as you are not contagious. And yes, if you've been watching... Uh, Facebook, you've probably seen this handsome yeah, devil. Yeah, you've seen me talking some smack about where I was at. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I think we're getting a little too far ahead of ourselves. Yeah. What? So, what What are you talking about? What? They're putting a drum drum break oh. in front of this thing. Of course they are, because, oh. you know, they're old yeah. school. I'm sorry, we're watching naked, an episode of Naked Speed. Where they've... Uh, we're, they're building a yeah. Norton 750. Yeah. So, welcome hey. back to Wingman's Garage. This is Chris, the wingman. Mm. Mm. Tyler. Since Daniel has a mouthful. I have a mouthful of beer. Beer. Um, Daniel the track rat. And we want to say a big shout out to Eeyore out there for providing yes. the pizza. Eeyore provided the pizza. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. And he provided the liquid propulsion last week. So I wasn't here for that. No. I had the coughing. Should I? The Should what, I? Chris? Liquid propulsion. Propulsion, propulsion, propulsion. Yeah. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Daniel danger. has no idea because apparently he still hasn't listened to most I've, of the last week's podcast. I haven't had the ability to. I've been busy with work and the track. And That's all right. Now right. I'm going to be busy track prepping my bike <laughs> yep. for the next week and a half. This is going to suck. But anyway. <laughs> so, um, so let's start off. Do it anymore. Yeah. BS. Not because I'm going to switch tires back. But anyway, got to go we'll back to street later. prep. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. So uh, I guess on that note, let's talk about what we did this weekend. We'll talk about me last, because I'll take the longest. This weekend, well, the Queen and I, uh, we spent most of Sunday kind of just riding around uh, town, being followed by a certain weirdo with a camera. Mm -hmm. Them stalkers. (laughs) Right? Paparazzi over here. The paparazzi. And uh, yeah, it was a pretty nice day. Weather was absolutely perfect. The weather was perfect all the way around all yeah. weekend for everything. It's just perfect weather. I don't think I could have asked for better weather today or yesterday. Um, t- yeah. Today I pretty much spent the entire day going between five different offices trying to uh, pay for the pavilion that we've got set up for that benefit ride this yeah. coming weekend. Yep. Yeah. It all to end up right where I started. Oh, you mean I could have gone to that office? Thanks. Anyway. But it's but, uh, done. Yeah, it's done, but we'll it was done. The pavilion, and we'll be out there Sunday. Yep, but you know, all in all, I just rode pretty much all yeah. day because of it, so I can't Good. complain. No. And uh, I sent you a message earlier saying two words: tilted kilt. See. Yeah, imagine Twin Peaks, but with good food. See. Yes. Which tilted kilt though? In Clarksville. Yeah, because the one in Hendersonville, while the food's decent, the, is there one in Hendersonville? There was. Oh. I don't know if there's one anymore. The scenery was not, a good one. The scenery was not as good as Twin Peaks, though. Clarksville wasn't bad at all. And the nah, food, the Twin Peaks and Cool Springs, the scenery is really good. Yeah, ish. But the food is much better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. 
You, you okay over you there? Like me. It's that time. Oh god, I was driving home <coughs> in the the seasonal allergy, like the mm. the pollen. I could yeah. smell the pollen. Yeah, uh, stopping. <laughs> you up, could taste killing it. Me. Oh yeah. Yeah, my uh, my silver infinity is now a canary yellow. Thank you. Yeah, no kidding. Mm. My black GTI is this is gold. Right. Somebody apparently painted her parking lot yellow too. Oh, oh lord. Awesome. Anyway, so, what about you, Tyler? Um. <laughs> I think we already know what he was doing. He was the weirdo following you around. Can I plead the fifth on this? I don't want to give give myself away. I'll do it. Tyler was um, the goofball following Chris and the Queen around. Yes, I spent uh, the night. The, uh, in, the night. Whoa! Wait a minute here. What were y'all doing? I'm glad I was in Atlanta. <laughs> oh, you might not have been. <laughs> um, spent the Maybe, night in and also spent most of the day following around a certain. Wingman and Fierce Kitty. <laughs> and that's not double entendre. Taking <laughs> taking some photos, so that was uh it was a pretty day. I was a little bit sad that I didn't have my bike, but very sad that he didn't have his bike. How did you guys have your bike? Uh it, logistics. We'll just leave it at that. Yes. We'll just leave it at logistics and we'll explain Whatever. during the break. Whatever. Luggage capacity. Whatever. But yeah. Anyway. So. <clears throat> I wish you had your bike, burden. though. You know, we could have. Uh, hey, look, there's before. a turbo on a Ducati. Now, see, that idea I do like. Anyway. Downpipe, uppipe. That is one wild looking exhaust. Oh, yeah. Well, um. News for the week. Anything big? Uh, well, the big elephant other than, is other than racing news. Um, actually, yeah, the uh, Street Triple Eight Hundred has been spotted. Yes, I saw that. That has been spotted testing and around uh, Hinkley and Bruntingthorpe. Nice. Um, uh, Yamaha has a test mule that's been spotted, uh, based off the FZ07. Uh, For what? It looks like it's going to be the next Tenere model. Oh, the next yeah. adventure, the, the little adventure bike. Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. the the Super Canary has been decent, but I would like to see them also improve the Super Canary. Well, the Super Canary is an old man bike. Yeah, even then, it's just I'm sure there's people riding them here oh, in the yeah. states, but it, we took one in on the trade at work one for and it sat really? there for a while. And they asked mm-hmm. me about it, and I'm like, it's an old man bike. I mean, it's not bad. It's good at what it does, but. For the money, you can sit there and spend a couple extra grand and you'll get a GS. Right. You know, so it's... If you like GSs. Well, it's tough to not like a GS if you're doing that kind of stuff. If you're a truly adventure riding. Because the GS is is the benchmark of that class. So, and I've harped on it before, those motors are dead simple. You can fix them with coat hangers and duct tape. Yeah, maybe not the newer ones. Maybe not the newer ones, no, but I mean... I still don't... uh... I don't know, I've, I've ridden them, and, and I just don't, I just have never cared for them. You ridden a new one yet? The newest one I rode was like an 03. The new 1200's pretty so, nasty. But, uh... New 1200 will surprise you. You know, they, they look halfway decent, um, but I still have to hold it my, my, uh, adventure of choice until I try a few other bikes out and make a, uh, an assessment on them is, is still gonna be the Tiger 800 XC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is a good bike. Yeah. Best all around, really. That either that, or that, either that, or if you're doing adventure, either that or the KTM 690. 
Right. It's a thumper, so it's going to vibrate a little bit, but it's still... Yeah, I for, think... If you're going to do any kind of off-road other than logging roads, that you're going to have to go with the KTM. Right. You're going to have but to. if you're going long <laughs> distance, though, honestly, at that yeah, point... Yeah, if you're doing distance, you want the Triumph. Yeah. Which, uh, I did actually kind of take the Hyper off-road today. Did well, you mean to? Uh, I kind of had to, to get to the pavilion that we're going to. Oh, Because gotcha. part of it is gravel. And you're then it goes back to paved. Trying to kill me. At that point, I'm like, you know what... Even on this bike, gravel still sucks. I'd rather ride on the grass. Yeah, and I did. You're still you're still trying to kill me, <sighs> jerk. Yeah, so <sighs> just just follow me on the grass and we'll be okay. That's fine. Yeah, because I will have a passenger on the back. She'll so. probably want to walk. <laughs> oh hell! It's only like fifty feet. Still, yeah, we'll be fine. But uh, he is pulverizing that. Yep. Once well, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's see what else was new that came out. Um, um, EBR see. announced pricing on their new bikes. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, pretty much reasonable. Oh yeah, much more realistic than pretty, the previous eleven ninety. Pretty reasonable. Um, I mean, right between twelve to fifteen grand. Ha- and they haven't taken really any a lot of the components off. They probably changed the the internals a little bit on the suspension. But they haven't changed a whole lot. The brakes are still the same. The motor's still the same. Everything else is just they kind of made it a little bit more approachable for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at it, I would possibly consider trading the BMW in on one on the RX on the full sport bike version, right? Just because that bike would just be an absolute weapon. That bike would be so much fun. Um, as long as they fix the build quality issues on it, then just from just shit rattling off. Right. But pff, I'm all about it. I love that bike. Hmm. I adore that bike. But anyway, uh, um, what else? Well, really racing news. You know, again, the big elephant that's been roaming around that's the last couple of weeks has now. The last fuck, a couple of years, actually. Yeah. Because they've been trying to get him for a long. They've been trying yep. to get him since 08. Yeah. Lorenzo has a finally admitted. He's going to Ducati next year. It is now official. It is now official. Audi, Volkswagen Auto Group, and Philip Morris threw the kitchen sink at him, and he said, okay, fine, I'll finally, I'll get you guys to shut up. I mean, we're looking at the tune of he was making around 7 to 9 million euros a year from Yamaha. He's now making 12 to 15, so he's doubled his money mm-hmm. um, on a bike that he can help develop again onto his own side. And he's also working with Stoner now. Those two are the closest riding people you'll find. Right. That's the, he, Lorenzo's the only person who can ride that's even anywhere close to riding like Stoner. Right. So. Just that precision. and Yeah, just the, not even the precision, just the way that they pivot the bike mm-hmm. on a front tire. Um, It'll be that. Hopefully Ducati will listen to what he has to say. It's a it. completely different team and a completely different atmosphere than when Rossi was there. Rossi right. riding in a Simpson helmet. Because, because that's it, the only helmet he had, probably. Because that's what cafe racers do. They wear no, that's Simpson banded... No, no. Cafe racers are all about that, too, now. Oh. They have been for the last eight years. Aww. Dude, I got a Simpson helmet. How much do you want for it? Two dollars. You know, that and uh, the old school um, motocross... Beats. Oh yeah, those yeah things. that they put on their three quarter bell or uh, sorry, like they're the, probably cheap ass old bell bell helmets. I like the three quarter look on a cafe bike, but well, it, it fits. Yeah, but nah, that's see, I will never pay the money that they want for like car racing helmets and stuff. Like, just give me a dad gum 
motorcycle helmet. I'll put it on and put get in my car. Well, see, the problem with it is the bike helmets and car helmets are designed to take two different types of hits. Right. But even then, yeah, Simpsons motorcycle helmets, they're still five six hundred dollars, and you know what they are? They're Jump. not even anywhere near as good as like an HJC. Yeah, they're not. They're not that good. Or a Scorpion. Yeah. You know, uh, their vent holes literally are just holes that are drilled through yeah. all the way through the foam. They're not. They're, they're not good. They're cheaper than cheap, and it's just the styling and the name that keeps <laughs> driving people to them. I don't, I don't get it, but hey, yeah. hi Simpson, we're more, bashing more on power you. To you. But anyway, um, what else? Uh, so now with that, with uh, Lorenzo leaving, there is a seat open at Yamaha. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's picking Vinales to take the jump, go from Suzuki to Yamaha. Rossi's been the Rossi's the one that said he was gonna he was the next big thing. Uh, it would be it'd be fantastic because Vinales is figuring out he's kind of figuring out how he rides and how he can be good, and he's coming into his own. He's coming into his talent, and with a mentor like Rossi, as long mm-hmm. as he, as long as him and Rossi can get along for two years and not rock the boat a little bit, and he can just keep his nose clean and. Keep his head down and go ride and just race and not worry about it and let Rossi do his thing and learn for two years and then take over the team. Maverick's going to be nasty. Like Kevin Schwantz nasty. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, imagine if he actually had time to really get to know that Suzuki is on. Of course, you know. Suzuki's just, the only thing, the thing about Suzuki is Suzuki's down on power. Right. Well, they've been out of the game for how many years now? Well, they've been out of the game, but they've got, with the new electronics and tire package, it's a pretty even field now. They're missing the legs. They've got everything, all the technology and everything. They're just missing the, the top end power that everybody with Suzuki street bikes is used to, but it's a different type of power that you have to do on a GP bike. So, it's one of those things where... They're, everybody's doing the backwards rotating crank, mm-hmm. and it's tough for someone who hasn't done it to figure it out. So they'll be fine. If, if, what is the point of that anyway? It the crank inertia will actually keep the front end. It keep it frees the front end up. The the inertia and the momentum put a lot more pressure on the back wheel in the front. So it keeps it helps you from tucking the front. You push the front a lot harder into a corner. In a layman's terms, there's a really good article about it actually on uh, Motorsport Magazine. Matt Oxley wrote. Huh. Uh, it actually explains it because Honda's done it now. Finally, everybody's doing backwards rotating cranks now. So that's hmm. the big deal. That's the big motor thing right now. Very so. cool. <laughs> yep. All right, well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about what? Let's talk about it, Daniel. Oh, God. You were what? down there at Moto America. I was at Moto America and Road, and Road Atlanta. Atlanta for the AMA uh, Superbike races. So much better than last year. Let's start off with that. So, let, let's start off with, just give us the general atmosphere this year. This really being what? This is Moto, Moto America's first year, right? Second year. Second? Second year. All right, so sophomore year. Compared to last year. People, well, okay, I'm going to say this. Last year was rainy, cold, and miserable. Remember, yeah. last year was rainy, cold, and miserable this time of last year. Last year was rainy, cold, and miserable. This year, it was utterly gorgeous. People were there. There were spectators there. Um, it wasn't like the, the old days back in 06, 07 when Maladin and Spees were taking chunks out of each other. Chunks. But, 
because if you've ever if you've ever seen footage of Road Atlanta, when you come out of when you come down the back straight and come out of the chicane, that's on the back straight that takes you up the hill toward it's uh, Patron Hill now. Not Suzuki. It's the Patron Bridge, not the Suzuki Bridge anymore. Thanks to Patron. Yeah, your money. Yeah, the uh, the spectator stands over on that side right there up till about two thousand eight were full. Huh. You couldn't move. There would get. There'd be people everywhere. But, you know, 08, 09, the recession hit. DMG's rain really took over hot and heavy. And people started, mm. people stopped coming. Come on, dude. What? What? He's doing a 200 mile an hour run in a belt qualifier. That's a uh, star. That's uh, a qualifier. That's a star. Look at the top section that, of that. That? That is that, a star. That is a turn, star. Turn around. Turn around. That's not a star. That's an RS RS one. It's carbon. Turn. Let me see the bat. That actually looks like a vortex. See, you can tell we're some gear nerds. We're watching a. It's not a star. I can tell it's you. Got to be a star. Wait, 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 wait. Let me see. Let me it see didn't have the point in the back. Just give it a minute. It's got two points. It's a star. Promise you, I've seen this episode enough. It's a star. Let me see the back of the helmet. I don't know. Keep going while we're talking. Anyway, we're so. There were actually spectators there. The BN TV package, if you can get it, it's not expensive. It's five dollars if you if you're worth com. It's five or ten bucks, something like that. He's in a vortex. Whatever. He's in a store. Anyway, so the BN TV package is wonderful. Yeah, that's not a. What is it again? That's uh, a vortex. Yep. Whatever. That's the next I don't step. Care. Right. Step you over the RS one. Whatever. Anyway, so people are actually there. People are excited about it. There is actual interest in the field from outside entities. Um, Kawasaki is slowly coming back. They're doing some uh, uh, super stock running right now. They've got the latest team. They're running Bobby Fong and uh, Aussie Dave. And I'll say this, Bobby Fong surprised the shit out of me. Huh. He picked up a lot. That dude has sped up. He has gelled with that ZX-10. He is a lot faster than I thought he'd be. He is riding the, that thing very well. Um. So, and it's just there's a lot of people wanting to, there's a lot of people there. There's some big names that are coming up through the ranks right now. Aaron Yates' son is racing in the KTM class right now. And that's a good little that's a that's a great race. That's series. a three ninety series. That's a, right? that's that KTM R C three ninety series. Yeah. Which is great I think little is series. Awesome. Great little series. Um a lot of interest from Europe just because that's where they're getting all their new kids from feeder yep. series. Now that um the racing was fantastic if you were on a one thousand. If you're watching a six hundred race, um Garrett Gerloff is the truth. That kid beat everybody. Second place was 11 seconds behind. He was turning lap times that would have put him on the grid toward the middle of the grid in the superbike race hmm. on nice. a 600. He was pulling stuff off. He was trail breaking. This is what blew me away. He, when you come, I was working the chicane on the off the back straight. 10, they call it turn 10. I was at 10A and 10B. 
if you've seen the track, they use it for Formula Drift. That's what they come, like, for the Formula Drift stuff. They come down the hill, they slap through the chicane, come up and do the loop and come back down. When he goes into that first left coming down the hill, he trail breaks all the way through that corner. Hmm. Whereas most of us would trail break to the apex, pick it up and roll. He's on the brakes so late, and he trail breaks all the way through the corner, picks it up, and flings the bike right, and then rolls in it and pins it and goes on. Who was flying through the the chicane at that moment in time when you sent that? Garrett. That was Garrett? That was Garrett. Um, And the way that it's... Garrett and then that French kid that M4 picked up, Valentin, Mm -hmm. that kid, they found somebody in that kid. Hmm. That kid is really fast. And to put the Jixxer 600 in the in the middle of those two factory Yamaha bikes, mm-hmm. that's doing something because the, the Suzuki line is pretty old. Yes, very old. And while personally, if I was buying a 600, I would go with the Suzuki, a because I'm a Suzuki nerd, and b I like the way it sits and I like the way it feels better. Everybody's on an R6 because the contingency money's better. That's the that's the reason why. Um, but that M4 team, uh, they had him, and there was another. Oh, what was he? I can't remember the kid. The other kid on the super sport bike, the super stock bike, Xavier. He crashed Saturday morning with us. And good kid. It was he was really funny because he lost his uh, lap timer, and we ended up like they ended up asking, "Hey, did you guys find it?" We ended up finding it, and it had his best lap on it. Huh. And I put up Walter, who was corner working with me. Um, he and I've corner worked together for about twelve years, so we've we've done track days together and we've ridden together a little bit on the track and everything. And he's Walter's fan. He actually does pit out and run start at Birmingham. So if you've ever done a track day at Birmingham, you've seen Walter. Walter's the black guy that runs pit out. So he and I were looking at it, and I told Walter, I was I looked at the lap time. I looked at it. And I go, don't look at his best lap time. Walter looks at it and goes, are you shitting me? One thirty. <laughs> Minute nice. thirty around Road Atlanta on a six hundred. Wow. I mean, I will say this: that wasn't his qualifying time. He qualified at like a one twenty six. But <laughs> I mean, Garrett Gerloff ran a one was qualified with a one twenty five something, like high twenty five. Cameron Bobier's pole time was a one twenty four eight. Wow, that's Gerloff is. Yeah. I will say this: Bobier may not get picked up and go to Europe. Um, Tony Elias might. They need. They will give him another bike. Suzuki will throw money at that mm-hmm. because he won the Saturday race out of being at the right place at the right time. Because Josh Hayes took out Cameron Bobier through the chicane through a, mis- a rider mistake, rider error, complete and utter rider error, complete and utter racing mistake, wrong place, wrong time. Uh, Tony was in the right spot at the right time, and there he went. Um. On sun on the second race on Sunday, Tony changed the front tire. Went to a medium front. Okay. The temperature had gone up. It was a lot hotter. But um I was I was like, I don't know about all that. He ends up running through the grass it like lap six or seven. Um and then does a loses about a second, second and a half. It kind of goes backwards a little bit, but then Starts working his way back because he's that damn fast. I'm not kidding you. He is probably 
the latest breaker I have ever seen in my life. Oh. He is an absolute demon on the brakes. It's it's utterly insane to me how someone can break that damn deep. I don't understand. Because he was out braking. He out He came from three or four bikes back. Out brake Roger into my into where I was at and left. Really? And if you got to what if you can catch the what if you can catch the race on BN, watch it. It's the first race is wonderful. Um but anyway, it's just the Superbike class is pretty stacked. The Superstock class, that was the race of the weekend. The two Superstock races with Josh Heron, Claudio Cordy, really nice guy. Really, really open to fans. Really nice guy. Taylor Knapp. Taylor Knapp was riding the ever-loving piss out of that bike. Hmm. And he was the only, and he's all elbows and ankles. Nice. He's all skinny as shit and real long-limbed. He is the only person when he's cranked over with his knee on the ground. You know how people will put the brakes on and put their abs- their their foot out. Yeah. No, he's cranked over. The other foot comes off. <laughs> he looks like he's signaling he's going into the pits. But it's watching Taylor Knapp. Taylor Knapp pulled probably one of the craziest passes I've ever seen going into ten A. Went from fourth to second, made it stick, and pull a gap out of everybody. Huh. It utterly nuts. Josh Heron. When he won the race on the second race on Sunday, this damn fool—he's a nice guy. I've got a really good story, real quick story about Josh Heron, how he's changed a little bit now. But this damn fool comes through 10A, and the whole Heron family and the Heron compound crew is back there on the concrete bleachers back there at 10B, and he sees them. This jit i don't want to call him a jackass because I understand it—but this fucking idiot pins the bike, goes flying across the gravel trap, almost dumps the bike on the way there. And I'm just like, if you dump your shit, I am not picking you up. I'm going to sit here and watch. I'm not trying to help you pick up, no. But he ends up making it, and he parks the bike right there, and he's saying hi to everybody and everything. And uh, blah, 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 whatever. And so he rides up, and he's saying hi to everybody on the other side and pulls out and leaves. And uh, he pulled some good passes on everybody on the second race, and he ended up winning the second race pretty easily. It was a drag race between him and Cordy to the line, and the Aprilia's got legs on that Yamaha. Just got legs on it. Um, Dude, what is up with the new Aprilia RZ4s coming with 200-plus horsepower from the factory? Welcome to uh, the price of admission for 1000 now. Right? That's the price of admission. To get in the show, you got to be pushing 200 horsepower. The There's one BMW out there ridden by Thomas Porta. Um, it's a, it's a privateer bike. If I've ever seen one off the shelf componentry, uh, maybe the suspension may have been one off set up for him, but it just, it wasn't, it was a very nice, we're a super bike. Hmm. It was not a pro level bike. He did, he did reasonably well with it, but anyway, but, uh, yeah, 200 horsepower is getting in the door. That's the only way you can get in the door now. Right. Um, Overall, the paddocks really is actually really upbeat. Um, there's a lot of good racing. There's a lot of a lot of interest. It's coming back. It's gonna take another couple of years to get all the factories back um, and get some rider development done. But next three or four years will be. It, I don't see it ever. 
being back to the way it was back in 2004, 2005, and hell, in the late 90s when they were showing it on ESPN and stuff like that. But, well, it'll be back and it'll be strong. It will be strong. I guarantee it. It will be back to where it needs to be. Nice. We need to see more road racing here in America. You know, the rest of the world, they enjoy motorcycle racing about as much as we like NASCAR, if not more so. NASCAR's dying off. NASCAR's Nobody dying. likes NASCAR, NASCAR anymore. NASCAR's, there's some issues with NASCAR right now. Yeah, the whole point system is not <laughs> well, killing it. When you can win every good. single race of the year and lose the championship, something's wrong. Yeah. 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 I should say every single race of the year and lose the very last race mm-hmm. and not win the championship. Yeah. But... Hey, that's why I don't watch NASCAR. Well, NASCAR, I mean, when you see the stands and everything for NASCAR, now that we're going to go off on the NASCAR tangent, uh, you'll see they're they're repainting the stands to be multiple colors, like random grid work of colors. That way it looks like people are in the stands. (laughs) You think I'm kidding? Look at Daytona. Look at Daytona. Look Uh, at Talladega. Look at Bristol. Daytona was rough. Especially with uh, Gerard Butler coming out to as the... uh, Race marshal telling everyone to start your engines. Whatever. Yeah, you know, I hate to say it, but Gerard, I think you're forever stuck as uh, Leonidas in 300. Start your engines! That's what he should have done. That's what he did. Oh, that's awesome. And I'll tell you what the was reaction was. This huh? is Sparta? This is the reaction. Really? That's terrible. Yep. That makes me unhappy. Sadly, it's true though. But uh, that being said, you just signed up for track days. Yes, I have my first track day of the year next weekend. Yes. So, so anybody out there who has a who is part of a company that does gear, hey, I need some gauntlet gloves, really bad, because <laughs> mine mine face. popped when I crashed. I need gauntlet gloves, really bad, like within a week. Please, I will so review cool. them and I will try and be as nice to them as possible. I need some. So that's up to you, Held or Ice Tai Chi or anybody. I don't care. Cortec, I don't care. Somebody, I need some freaking gloves. And if you're interested in helping Daniel out with this, hit us up podcast at wingmansgarage.net or 2625. Go ride. Or on any of the social media outlets, we are Wingman's Garage. On uh, all, and not just any, on pretty much all of them. All of them. Except Grinder. Tyler's on that one. What? You don't know what Grinder is? Apparently not. Do you know what Grinder is? Nope. I'm going to let you guys Google it. I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> that must mean it's dirty. I'm not saying anything. But, uh, yeah. Um, wow, I don't even know where to go from that one. <laughs> But, anyway, uh, we're about to hit our first break, <coughs> our only break. Our only break. What are you talking but, about? But, uh, yeah, hit us up on all social media sites. Email us, podcast at wingmansgarage.net, 2625, go ride. And on that note, it's break time. Break time. More liquid propulsion. And we're finally back from our longer than normal break. Yeah, that was a little bit longer than normal. But we had to finish that episode. Yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah. We were watching uh, the guys on Naked Speed uh, 
let me see. He, they took a BSA Gold Star and turned it into a what they a called a bobber, bobber, which not the type of bobber most people think of, but it was. I thought it was cool. That's a cool bike. It's interesting engineering. The guy that yeah. did it was hand built a lot. Hand built stuff. damn near everything. It seemed like, including the nuts and bolts. Yeah. So and then uh, there was that uh, 900 Super Sport Ducati. That, Which looked fantastic. Yeah, I can't believe they turned that five hundred dollar bike into a hundred and five thousand dollar bike. Doesn't surprise me. Those guys are fantastic, right? What are your thoughts on that, Tyler? He's more mad uh, about the guy that made the S four RS and the top speed bike. Beautiful, beautiful. Cut and chop. Amazing example of an S four RS. And they chopped it up. And the thing is, I don't, I don't think I'd have sold it to him. If I was a guy, even with the money I wanted in front of my hands, I think I'd have been like, well, I'm, I think I'd have been like, I'm asking seven grand for the bike. Oh, Knowing well. what they're going to I'm going to need you to double that if you want to cut this up. Oh, well. It'd be all right. He got what he wanted, ultimately. So. And you, all you. Different think- strokes, different folks, but I don't, I don't yeah. think I could give it up at that point. I think I'd have to turn around and. They'd just find another one. This right. is true, but at least it wouldn't be that one. <laughs> I wouldn't have to emotional. know that my bike was being chopped up. Yeah. Right, that's called emotional attachment. Whatever. This is true. But I don't even own that and I was emotionally attached. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were back and uh, over the course of the weekend, <coughs> Daniel had made a deal provided... With the devil. Not really with the devil, but no. with everybody else. Yeah, that... He would lose the beard <coughs> if somebody won. If Tony Elias would have won both races on Sunday, I would have shaved my beard off. Um, well, he was doing great until he changed the front tire and then tucked the front and wadded the bike up. Um, but it's time for the beard to go. It's getting tangled in my helmet. He doesn't want epic beard flapping through the wind. No, I'm kind of done with it. It's not like I can't grow one and again, grow one again and I'm like, a couple of weeks, so <laughs> so we'll get the pretty boy away. back. What are you trying to say? I grow hair like Teen Wolf. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. You stop that! Quit it! Damn! I... <laughs> Especially right next to the microphone. Yeah, Jesus. Anyway, um, so the beard's going away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds me. like some of that beard's going down your throat. Yeah, it did kind of go down. <laughs> Um, Her my mom. bike will be back on the road Wednesday, finally. Yes, yes, now that you finally got your frame slider. So, uh, yeah, RG, R&G make great parts, but their American distributors suck ass. Apparently, you can buy a left-side frame slider right. replacement. Tar- sorry, right. right-side replacement very easily. But in order to get the left-side, you have to order it, which takes anywhere between five to six weeks. And I'm sorry, I'm not waiting that long. So yeah. I ended up having to buy a whole new set. But whatever. Or just don't crash. Yeah. Well, that's not... I wasn't planning on crashing, jackass. <laughs> but anyway. Um, just an excuse to get that blue and white livery light. See, that's the thing. That's that's a possibility, but I want to get the plastic right. Is it livery or livery? Livery. Shush, no one asked you. Yeah, yeah, cat hush. Oh, am I not paying attention to you? Is that what it is? Yep, he'll start biting you soon. Yeah. That cat, this cat will get thrown. And you still need to brush this damn thing. I I brush him all the time. He just keeps yeah, coming back with more. Whatever. Liar. <laughs> anyway. Um, um, 
Eorhead actually uh, asked us, I'm pretty sure we might have covered this already, but he wants to know what got us all into writing and who taught us how to do it. Now, are we going to, well, we'll start with you since you're over there. Since I'm over here. Yeah. Um, Well, what what got me into riding? Well, I've always been interested in riding. I always liked motorcycles since I was a little kid. Um, What the fuck is wrong with you? That Ninja 500 I talked about weeks ago was my first bike that a friend of mine knew a friend that had it for sale. So that was it. Um, That was way back in 2001. Hmm. 2002. Yeah, 2002. Uh, My buddy Mikey... Actually, was the one who really kind of got me schooled up on how to ride, and ever since then, it's been a work in progress. And uh, sometimes I just wonder if I still know how to ride at all. You don't. I probably don't. Nope. What about you? Me? Since um, you're next in line. Since I'm next in line. Um, I was doomed from birth. Doomed from birth. Um, I blame my father for this. He taught me how to read with Cycle World Rider and Road and Track Magazine. <laughs> so. There, I wasn't going to be into football. Let's just put it that way. Um, I learned he didn't really teach me how to ride. He taught well. He taught me the basics. He's, it was kind of like a Mr. Miyagi thing. Where he <laughs> teach he teaches you, but you don't know you're learning how to ride a motorcycle. You think you're gotcha. the, Listen here, shithead. You about to get thrown? He bite you? Yes. I'm done with you. Um. So he started off with bicycles, obviously, and I was decent at bicycles. And he taught me pretty much all the little MSF drills that you go through on your MSF course on a bicycle. So he got me really comfortable with that, and I didn't know what was going on. I just thought, I was like, hey, this is a fun little deal. So we go from there, and that's that. Huh. And, uh, I got my first bike. My I got my SV, and he... Uh, it was obviously I was gonna have to take the MSF course, and then I go I go through it, and I go, "This is all the stuff Dad showed me on a bicycle. What the heck? This is some crap." So Dad technically taught me how to ride, but right high performance riding and everything else, it was kind of a I'm gonna ride with you, and I'm gonna try and keep up with you as best I can. Hmm. So I taught myself how to ride fast, ish, because after seeing the guys this weekend, I, no, I will never say I'm fast. Um, but I don't suggest anyone else doing that because you learn a lot of mis- bad habits and it takes a while to get out of them. Yeah. So if you're going to learn how to ride fast, go to a track day and learn from somebody and then go from there. I'm sure every single one of us has bad habits. That oh, everybody. I really have some, I've got some bad ones. Um, but yeah, just go to find a local track day and go figure out and let somebody teach you how to do it. Yep. So... And then go to a race and go to like a go to an AMA Superbike race or go to a we're a regional or something like that. Go to a race where there's some fast guys and go watch and see if you can study and see how they enter corners and how they transition and everything else. And see what so, fast really is. Yeah. And go see what fast really is. Not this, oh, I'm quick. I do track. I'm an intermediate level track day. No, you are, no, you're not fast. Anyway, um, Tyler, your turn. Glasses Tyler. Um, you can't see. It's it, it's hard telling where I really caught the bug, but from the time I was little, as far back as I could remember. With <laughs> that shit, yeah. Uh, my dad had a Honda CBX, 
with the inline six in it. That's cool. And I remember that it was it was the silver with the like black and red striping uh-huh. on it, and uh, you had the little the old school like hard like but thin like yep. kind of suitcase looking uh-huh. saddlebags. Yep. Uh, and I actually used to get in trouble because I'd go out in the garage and I'd sit on it and put his helmet on, which was uh, he had he had uh, a showy of some sort, and um, he'd come home every now and then and catch me out there on the bike, and I'd get fussed at, of course, because he's afraid I was gonna knock it over. Well, and yeah. um, uh, I remember like longing it. He he hung the key. It was on a little. Uh, Remember those little like plastic kind of stringer things that people used uh-huh. to make keychains on? You yep. like you weave them together until they're. And he had one of those, and the key was on it. It was hanging in the garage on a pegboard above his workbench, and I could not reach it. And Ooh. I always wanted it because I just wanted to turn it on. But <laughs> that's my earliest memory of a motorcycle. So other than that, I, you know, I, I played with bikes. Um, obviously, I had tons of little motorcycles as a kid, and yeah. was just immediately always I think fascinated. And going to the toy aisle, I'd, I'd pick out the, the little like one twenty fourth scale or whatever mm-hmm. bikes, and um, so yeah, I think it, I think it started with that, and then my uncle in Florida um, had a Ducati, um, I believe it was a nine sixteen, yeah, mm. and it was red. So that is there was, any other color a Ducati can be? <laughs> Yellow. Hey, they used, they made yellow ones back then still. Yeah, well, um, they don't do it anymore, so I guess they ran out. So the only color paint they have over there is red. And black. By the way, Ducati red is quite literally just Ducati red. Ducati red, yeah. No, just red. Just there's, red. There's no Ducati, just red. No. <laughs> Straight up red. <laughs> but, um, I don't know, that, that would probably be it. And then I remember I kind of, you know, I was I always liked bikes, but when I first, like, legitimately was like, hey, Dad, I want a motorcycle. I think it was when the Disney, the horribly, and yet at the same time now horribly nostalgic, um, movie, motocrossed, mm-hmm. with the girl that cut her hair and pretended to be her brother, and <laughs> yep. remember uh, painting her fingernails. You know, what's up with the fingernail paint? Uh, uh reduces arm pump, man. But, right. Uh, I remember after that, like I was like. That was, I think, when I really started getting wanting a dirt bike. And, yeah. uh, so then, next thing I know, you know, I, I knew a couple of guys in high school, they wanted them, so I still wanted them. But, and after 17 very long, difficult years without motorcycles, I bought my first motorcycle. <laughs> but, yeah. but I'm, I'm probably going to blame it on my dad on this one, too, because <laughs> all those hours spent out in the garage pretending I was, you know, running around and, and riding skateboards down the driveway in his, in his motorcycle helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but that okay. you got to start somewhere. Right? Yep. Yep. Oh man. Um, oh crap! Where was I going with that? Hmm. Where were you gonna go with that? I don't know. I just lost it. Just lost my train of thought. I got derailed. Yep. You got derailed. It's cat's fault. We'll blame the cat. Now, as usual. But yeah. Oh, um, you gonna bite me? You got track day coming up. We got more mm-hmm. riding to do. Yep. Lots more riding to do. Um, SARS 100 that's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of excited. I forgot about you were actually you were getting that bike. Yeah, right? a little two-stroke 100cc bike from 
69, I think he said it was. Yeah. Apparently, the only thing missing on it is the petcock and a battery. But supposedly, it's got decent compression. Okay. It turns. So we can get this thing fired up pretty quickly. Brap. Yep, brap. Gucci-Gucci's. Uh, what do you say? Mini fairing? Mini fairing. It'll be fun. Yeah, make a little... A little moped. A little tiddler. A little moped. A little fun little... Th- I don't think they do armor with them, but we could give it a shot. Hell, it'd just be fun to ride that thing around mm-hmm. town. A little uh, bucket racer. Mm-hmm. And uh, ring a ding ding ding. Tyler had been wanting to take my old KZ750 and make something of it. Mm-hmm. I've been wanting to make a, a scrambler out of it. I've been wanting to do something with it, personally. I think yeah. we've all had plans for that bike at one point. I've had several plans for that bike. It was originally going to be a calf. Then it turned into a, a scrambler. Then it turned into a brat tracker. Then it turned into a bobber for a little bit. And then it went back to cafe. Now I want a scrambler. I, I want to do a desert, an old desert, desert sled. Yeah. An old yeah. school J.N. Roberts, Steve McQueen, yep. Whitey Martino desert sled. Yes. Yeah, pipes coming up to the left side of the bike. Yep. And, I want yeah. one. I want yeah. to do one. That would be my back and forth to work bike. My just cruiser. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're a Ducati Scrambler. That's cute. Check this out. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that just special? Tyler looks like he's about to pass out. I might. Luckily, you're I right. think my plan is, has stayed the same for the KZ yeah. since I first envisioned it. Yeah. Do tell. Share it to the rest of the world. That would ruin all the fun. Anyway. So there's a set of flat track style tires at work, which would need a set of rims for. Yep. And then... Why do you have it? Why do you guys have a set of flat track tires at work? Who knows? They're not real flat track tires, per se, but... Anyway. Um, and then a set of... Now that now that I've I've found a nice heavy set that I know of, um, a set of Biltwell tracker bars. Nah. And... Actually, they're actually quite nice. Biltwell stuff's actually really good. Um, Eeyore actually had just ordered a set. Uh, and they're surprisingly hefty. Yeah, they're good. Biltwells makes good stuff. It's funny as thing is, I had actually ordered a set of uh, tracker bars from Bike Master for another customer, and I actually handed that to that guy about an hour before he showed yeah. up. I was like, "Holy crap!" I picked up yours and had to use some muscle. Yeah, picked up this one and practically threw it to the roof. Yeah, the Biltwell stuff's always been good. I wouldn't mind getting like a Dyna or Harley or something like that and doing some cool stuff with it, but. Just do like, because one thing I've learned, all the old school BMX guys that were jumping bicycles and everything now are on Harley, Dinas, and they're doing cool shit with them. So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, the the design aspect, the, the tank I don't think I'd mess with that much, but on that, um, I want an Undertale exhaust. That's too much work. And if I really had my way... As soon as the turbo on the Subaru gets upgraded, <laughs> oh I take the God. old turbo and turbo it. <laughs> oh, that poor KZ. It'd blow itself the damn, first time you, you kick it over. Piston straight to the face. Or the nut. Yeah. Uh, Who knows? I'd be crazy enough to do it. I'm yeah. too lazy for that shit. <laughs> As it is, the KZ's simp- purely kickstart right now. Yeah. So, and it, it was a bitch to kickstart. <laughs> Uh, uh, that thing had some compression in well, it. Well, with the turbo, you'd lower the compression, so it'd probably be easier. Right. Now, the the excess that I had, that thing kicked over super easy. That's because it was an excess. Yeah, but 100cc difference in in the KZ and the excess, big difference. Yeah. Yeah. I like the XS. XS is a cool bike. 
Yeah. Anyway. And there's like a billion of them out there. It's just you can't seem to find one for dirt cheap anymore. Not anymore. What time is it? It is it's 9.41. About time for me to go home. Yeah, so I suppose this is where we're going to end episode yeah, 16. Bye. So we'll catch you all next week. Uh, we should finally have our guest maybe next Hopefully. week. Hopefully. We'll maybe. see. Since he wasn't able to make it today. Kind of explains why we've got not much of a second half of the show, but it's all good. Uh, this is Chris the Wingman saying join us on Insta Twitter, Book of the Face, Graham. Tyler Bobother. Yes. And Daniel the Track Rat. Call us, 2625. Wow. Go ride. Yep. So. And hey, go ride. Yeah, go ride. And remember, if you got some gloves you want to send our way. They have to be gauntlet. Let us know. So until next week, everyone, have a good night. Get out and go ride. Yep. Bye. Later, dudes. Thank you for listening to Wingman's Garage. For business inquiries, email us at podcasts at wingmansgarage.net.